turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning. Welcome to Saturday Morning Obscurities, the podcast where adult siblings look back on obscure cartoons of yesteryear. I am Melissa. I'm Jams. How are you doing this week, Jams? I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm a little tired. I've I've had a lot of uh, leather commissions this week. (laughs) So I'm just kind of working on those. And then after that, I have to work on a suitcase. So a, a whole suitcase? Well, I'm not making it from scratch. I'm recovering it. Okay. I'm still, that's not something I've ever done before. So I'm still a little like perturbed about where to start. But that's, that's uh, a big project. Yeah. I'm hoping it's easy because I just need to recover it, put some like suitcase corners on it, and then just like do a fringe fit inside of it, which Whoa. I'll have to, have to take it to the client to like have it like changed for that. But. this is so fancy my biggest project for today is to try and make meatballs from scratch i mean that's probably easier than a suitcase i'm certain it is uh it's just meat in ball form (laughs) (laughs) well don't get ahead of yourself that could be any meat or any kind of ball remember meat he's back in ball form (laughs) meat meat he back (laughs) how's your week been going uh it's been good good yeah we the show we're talking about today is one i suggested it is called kick batowski suburban daredevil this aired on disney xd from 2010 to 2012 which is when i was watching a lot of phineas and ferb yes this was (laughs) high phineas and ferb era yeah and i watched some of this too and i remember it having uh being entertained by it it had some neat features and i thought we would try talking about a more recent obscure cartoon because there is stuff from a decade ago that nobody seems to remember anymore true yeah you hadn't seen the show before correct i mean i've seen because i was also like watching a little bit of phineas and ferb when you were doing it whenever Mm. you had it on so i would also catch a little bit of kick witowski sometimes um I'm not, I'll say right now, I'm not a big fan of the show. So I, I will say we were only able to find one episode like yes. officially posted anywhere. This isn't on Disney Plus for whatever reason. We had to go to like the Disney Now app, which had one episode there. It just randomly had episode eight. Yeah. And I, I will say, I don't think it was the best representation of the series. <laughs> no, when we I, watch when we watch a cartoon, we try and watch... Uh, three episodes yeah to get a good uh general like idea of the show and we're always welcome to revisit the show if it gets yeah. uh, more episodes uploaded yeah but uh for now this is what we're starting with uh with episode eight what was it called <laughs> uh runaway recital is segment one and segment two is called trike x5 yeah yeah this is our first show with segments though so Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah, Yeah. we haven't done a bisected cartoon before. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And to give you a little bit about the plot of this show, Kick Batowski is, as the title suggests, a suburban daredevil. He's a little boy in a practically an evil Knievel costume. And he all he wants to do is like ride his skateboard, ride his bike, just do all of these cool stunts. And it's the show is just about things getting in his way. Yeah, he's kind of like the dexter of this show 
Yeah. He's like, yeah, I can see that. He's just got, he's a small, he's much smaller than any person should be. Uh, <laughs> He, yes. wear, he wears the same thing every day, and he's got, like, well, a... Well, mini cartoons do, but yeah, he, he's well, wearing, I guess. like, he's wearing hobby-specific clothing, like how yeah. Dexter had his lab coat. Kick is always in his evil Knievel outfit. Yeah, and he has a single-track mind. He only sees, instead of in the world of science, he only sees the world of, of tricks and stunts. Yeah. So he's he's very Dexter in that way. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kick Batowski Suburban Daredevil was created by Sandro Cassaro, uh, Corsaro, sorry. And as much as I, as far as I know, I think this is their only show. They may have gone on to do writing in other stuff, but I think this is yeah, their only I'd... created show. Yeah, I don't remember seeing this name anywhere else. Yeah, but good for him. It takes a lot to make a show. It sure does. Uh, there are 52 episodes. The show ran from 2010 to 2012, uh, mm-hmm. originally running in the USA. Uh, production company was Disney XD adi- Original Productions and Mercury Filmworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally I'm on not Disney familiar XD. Familiar with that either? Yeah, uh, Disney XD is like made like they've kind of just helped oh. scoot along. <laughs> no, well, Disney XD I've seen, but Mercury <laughs> Filmworks. I'm saying it's just another name I don't recognize. They've done some other stuff. I can take a a, a quick look real yeah, quick. Yeah, teach me. <laughs> Let's see. They are Canada. They've done. Mm. They are Canada. Uh, they've helped with like fish hooks. Uh, okay. Uh, Pickle and Peanut. They did Star vs. the Forces of Evil, which oh. is very good. Oh my God. I haven't thought about Pickle and Peanut in several years. Right? We'll, we'll have to do that one. Yeah. Uh, they've done some other stuff. 16. Remember that show? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. This is more stuff we can put on our list. Yeah, and uh, Maggie and the Ferocious Beast, which is definitely on our list. <gasps> oh my god, yes, that's yeah. a that's a good old classic. Actually, I'm going to leave this tab open, and we'll I'll just pull these episodes and add them <laughs> to our list later. Uh, if yeah, you have, we'll do this when we're done. If you have shows you want to add to our list, uh, feel free to send an email over to SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com or mm. on Twitter at SaturdayMOPod. Uh, let's see. And there are, uh, we also have notice of any popular voice actors that are on the show, uh, mm. including the man himself, John DiMaggio. Uh, yes. The lady herself, Greta Lyle. Two big <laughs> yes. names. In, in... Home, the homecoming court of voice actors. <laughs> the very same. Uh, and some fun, uh, guest, guest stars, including like Maria Bamford, uh, Emily Osmond, Clancy Brown, and Harlan Williams are just a few. It's a solid list. It really is. It's it's always lovely to see Clancy Brown in anything. Yeah, to see or to hear him. Yeah, and Harlan Williams, and Maria Bamford, all these people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the lead actors, uh, I believe it's Charlie Shatter, Schlatter. Schlatter. Uh, I, okay, that plays Kick Batowski. Yes. And his best friend, Gunther, who's, Gunther's the real draw of the show. We unfortunately didn't see much of Gunther in these two episodes. Yeah. Uh, Gunther is played by an actor named Matt Jones, who I can never remember because Matt Jones is like the most generic name you can think of. Is that but Matt like, Doyle? I know he's... <laughs> it's not Matt Doyle. Is that Matt Doyle? Like... Like, I know I've seen him in like little bit roles all over the place. I think he was like, maybe on an episode of sparks nevada marshall on mars oh yeah that's a good way to to know any voice actors i know a lot of people from those things right thrilling adventure hour is like a real rosetta stone for me in knowing people's voices yeah 
yeah, meanwhile, Charlie Schlatter has done a couple other stuff. He's done, uh, he's played the Flash in a lot of stuff. Like, oh! Not like in the era of like Justice League, like, uh, or Justice League, like, Universe or stuff like that. Uh, he did Justice League Action, he was the Flash. Uh, in The Batman, he was the Flash. And in uh, Scooby-Doo okay. and Guess Who, he was the Flash. Oh! <laughs> yeah. He's done some stuff on Phineas and Ferb. He was in mm. uh, Kids Next Door as number uh, 20,000. Oh my god. We <laughs> we should do an entire episode on just numbers outside of the five. Oh yeah, I would love, like, just a... Uh... <laughs> just an episode on the Kids Next Door hierarchy. Yes, definitely. I would love a little, like, red twine map on a, on a <laughs> board to, like, pick together all the... All the hierarchy of what's going on. Yeah, in just a professional flowchart. Yeah. Did they call them? They called themselves KND, right? That was the name of their organization? It, yes, yes. The, the name of the show was the no- name of the organization as well. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to look at that later. And I don't think the delightful children from down the lane had any kind of professional structure. I think it was just those five kids and dad. Yeah. Dad was the structure or father. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, father they, they didn't call him dad that's too uh 2020 <laughs> right they would never <laughs> dad that's a whole other that's, a, that's how you know something's wrong <laughs> they've been replaced they've been brainwashed that's not them do you want to start uh talking about the show yeah are we gonna start with our theme song but of course this is the first uh theme song we've had in a while to watch mm-hmm. hold up and if you guys want to watch along at home, we'll be starting in three, two, one. So he's putting on his, his gloves and his suit. There's like action rock and roll immediately. Yeah, very intro, but he's just coming out of a garage. Yeah. Now, this like, this singer, this like Kate Butowski, is very like Weird Al, kind of. <laughs> kind of like UHF era. I, I can- Oh, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. This does sound like a Weird Al, like, genre pastiche. Kinda. Nice clips of the yeah. show. Mm. He's just riding around in this uh, skateboard void. He runs past all of his family. Ruining people's lives. Just. <laughs> and his signature, uh, signature devil horns. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a rock and roll uh, action child. Yes. Yeah, I <laughs> I will say that first off, I love Kick's actual character design. We mentioned that he's like really short, he's like Dexter sized. Yeah. And he's got this like little pot belly on him, and he's got like a round butt. Yeah. But then he also has this like round helmet, so he's just like a bunch of round shapes. Yeah. It's, like he's the show is very really like, interesting. Shiny and round. Yeah, I liked the character designs in a lot of the show. Yeah. Like, the, like he has an older brother named Brad who is just like a classic older brother design. <laughs> like that's pretty standard. But like I like that his dad isn't like the more 1950s kind of dad, like Hugh Neutron or Timmy Turner's dad. He's a much more contemporary dad. Yeah. Like he's just wearing like a plain polo shirt and like probably New Balance sneakers. And he has like a fanny pack. He's obsessed with the mail. This isn't in is any he? of these episodes, but I remember, yeah, he's like a big stan for the postal service. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows when the mail comes. 
like every day he's like waiting for the mail. He's just simping like for he- that mail person. Yeah, like how Hugh Neutron was super into ducks. Uh, Cake Patowski's oh. dad, I don't remember if his parents have names. He was into the mail. That's so, I can understand like phylactery or not. Is it phylactery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. But like. Oh, stamp collecting. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I couldn't remember if phylactery was stamp collecting or something that you put a lich's soul into. It's one of those two <laughs> things. Oh, hold on. I'm going to look this up because now I need to know, like, the proper term. Uh, philately. 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 Don't accidentally put a lich's soul into a piece of mail or or a stamp. (laughs) You don't put a lich's soul in a stamp. That would be a fun. If you lick this envelope, (laughs) you're going to unleash a horror that this world hasn't seen in 300 years. When envelopes were first invented. This is a fun, this would be a fun, like, uh, <laughs> end of the world, uh, like, system, like, one shot. <laughs> I'll have to say that. I'll have to bookmark that that idea for later. <laughs> You've licked the wrong envelope, pal. Something about Suburban Lich is very fun. <laughs> suburban Lich. All right. So what happens mm. in these two episodes? Uh, in the first episode, Kick's dad is insisting that he has to sit down and become more well-rounded. It's great that you're active, Kick, but you can't just be doing these sports all the time. Sit down. You have to learn to play the piano. Just one song. I'm going to be watching you. You're not leaving this piano. And it's the, like the classic thing where Kick looks out the window and there's like kids running and playing in the sunshine. And... <laughs> You know, like an ice cream truck, like just driving along. Then it's like, oh no, my engine shot. The d- refrigerator got turned off. I guess I'm just going to have to hand out all this ice cream to the kids. And there's like a half pipe truck that also has its engine I, breakdown outside his house. I guess I got to deliver. I guess I got rid of all this half pipe. <laughs> this will so ruin. So the way Kick ultimately games the system is that he attaches wheels to the bottom of the piano and he uses his piano as a skateboard. So he's just riding around town doing tricks on a piano, yeah. which is very cool. I think the yeah. first episode's very solid. And the second episode, it opens with his friend Gunther leading all these neighborhood kids through a Kick Batowski museum they've set up in his garage. As you do. And like... Yeah, as the big and the big exhibit at the end is trick. Uh, it's it's Kick's first tricycle that he got when he was like five years old. Like this is what turned him into like this X Games stunt man. Yeah, and it's like here we are. We're about to see the trike, and then the trike has been taken, and it turns out that Kick's little sister Brianna has taken it because she's Brianna's character is that she's a pageant queen she's always doing a different pageant she's always working on a talent for a pageant and this pageant requires some sort of vehicle based talent segment like her rival is like riding a unicycle and so brianna has taken the tricycle and kicks initially That's like three very times better ma- <laughs> right she's got she's got this girl beat yeah it's three times as many wheels but three times as less skill needed for the trike than the Ooh, unicycle that's a, that's a big call out to the trike community <laughs> i apologize to the i apologize to the trike community uh i, I thank you for serving us with, with your amazing <laughs> trike tricks that keep us going in hard times 
Uh, it's kicks follows her. They're trying to sneak into this beauty pageant to get the trike back. He's really mad at her. And then he sees how much this means to his sister that she wants to win, that she wants to beat this rival. And he's like, okay, you can use the trike. I'm going to teach you the right tricks to do on it so that you take this award home. Yeah. Which is a nice yeah. like brother, like sister episode. Yeah. Yeah. Kick has, he's got his older brother, Brad and his younger sister, Brianna, and he's not friends with either of them. No. <laughs> like this is very much a show about, being frustrated with your siblings, having them get in your way, having them not understand you. But typically he would come around and there would be a more heartfelt moment at the end where you would start to see things from their perspective. Yeah. So it's a good, good house, good, good heartwarming. That's the H <laughs> word. Not housewarming. And- <laughs> yeah they don't bake a casserole together to bring to their neighbor's new home no that's next one episode. thing that is part of the reason why i remember liking this show and these are kind of these are fond but very fuzzy memories at this point because mm-hmm. i haven't th- seen this thing in like seven years i don't think it was super popular disney didn't keep rerunning it for too long but I liked the kick. Like, he loved these stunts, but he, and he was really focused on the stunts. He wasn't like a mayhem f- fueled child. Yeah. He wasn't a Bart Simpson. Not to, you know, disparage Bart Simpson, our hero. He was more <laughs> but, of a Bobby's world. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just wanted to do his own thing. He wasn't there for pranks. Like, he didn't go out of his way to cause any body trouble. He just wanted to do his stunts. And he did have kind of a heart to him, you know, where, like, he he was nicer to his family and his neighbors than I think another cartoon kid of this type may be. Yeah, he's not quite in line with the archetype. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. How did how did you find our protagonist? Uh, I like his deep man voice. I like that he's got like <laughs> like the voice actor yes. didn't really, really try to do a kid's voice. He's just that's, no. He's just a guy's voice. So this is like Gunther. We have to set up the half pipe for my next stunt. That's yeah. how he talks all the time. Yeah. That is good. That's great. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I said I'm not a big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't take a lot of notes. I think I made like five notes, maybe. Mm. But uh, yeah, overall, it's again, this is only the only episode we had access to. Uh, Yeah, we'd be down to do like a revisit in the future. Um, But based on this episode that we watched, uh, I you know, it it didn't have a lot of like appeal to me. It didn't catch me a lot. And I Mm. don't I don't like knocking the writing, but there wasn't a lot of like interesting writing. Yeah, we are seeing the first episode, I think, is like a very classic kids show plot of you have to stay here and do this task your parent assigned you. How are you going to try and get out of it? I think it's a solid version of that classic plot. It's not doing anything new, but what it is doing, I think it's doing very competently. The second episode. Yeah, yeah, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I think the show has a lot of strengths. Like I said, I love Gunther. Like, Kick's best friend is this, like, sweet, chubby boy named Gunther. He's wearing Crocs. He's just, he's there to support Kick. He's kind of like the Millhouse, but, like, less of a, with all respect to Millhouse, <laughs> less of a sad sack. Less of a Millhouse. <laughs> right? He's like a Millhouse, but not a Millhouse. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like those two have a very sweet friendship. Gunther's always there for kick. Gunther's family's like Scandinavian and they have like a Scandinavian themed restaurant in town, which, which is like a very interesting specific background sure. for this kid to have. I liked the uh, all of the fictional properties within the show. Like there's a lot of them. Like there's a the show created a lot of like stars for kick to look up to like there's an uh, a monster truck driver named billy stumps who's, who's missing both his arms oh well, like, that's such an... a cruel name <laughs> <laughs> is that a nickname or is that his given name and if so that's so I unfortunate don't, i don't remember but there's like gags like that or like he loves this action movie star named rock callahan but brianna wants to watch this Hannah Montana type of show called Tina Sometimes. And, <laughs> and Brad's favorite show is something called Tankini Lumberjacks. I want to watch both of those shows. Right? Like, these, like there's a rich background of like fictional properties within this world that I appreciated. Not a lot of shows go to that specific length mm -hmm. to have like cartoons that the kids in the cartoon really like to watch. It had some sweet moments. It had some stuff. It had some stuff. There was <laughs> I stuff. I swear there. to you. I swear to you that there was. Yeah, I wish we could have had uh, a chance to watch <clears throat> more shows like this, mm -hmm. uh, or not more shows like this, more episodes of this show. Yeah, yeah. I think the show is. It's worth remembering. It's worth looking back at. It's just, I think, like a good solid boys action cartoon. Yeah, and it is very boyish like he's really grossed yeah. out by like every girly thing brianna does which is just very outdated yeah i now. was watching it and i was like is this toxic this feels kind of toxic <laughs> like it's, it's just so old and like i can t like it seems like it came from maybe a place of like the creators having that experience when they were kids like 30 40 years ago when things were more boxed in like that like oh, you know, i don't want to do stuff my sister's doing and we, we've evolved as a society as a culture yeah. things are shared more we understand each other better gender like is that. hardly there at all yeah 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 it is a very it is a more gendered show i think it's hopefully like the last of that kind of a generation because it was like around this time we got things like adventure time which is a show with one boy hero and then all an almost all female supporting cast yeah that is that a, that's a good with. point yeah yeah like i think this is just the last vestige of a type of cartoon we don't have anymore yeah mm -hmm. that might be why i didn't sink into it as much as i as much as i would have liked to yeah um, yeah i will say that hmm no. 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 I, okay. I refuse. All right. Keep going. <laughs> Gunther doesn't have those same uh, kind of mental blocks that Kick does. Gunther's up for anything. Like, we were only able to find this one episode, but I looked up a couple clips on YouTube, and it's just like three minute clips on like the Disney XD UK YouTube yeah. channel. They have a lot of good clips over there in like all like right. in like the Cartoon Network like UK channel. They often have a, like a lot more clips than the American ones. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. It's just better run, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're better at clips over there in Britain. Yeah, clip the plenty of clips for the children. Enjoy a clip while you have tea time. 
And like, but there's a clip where Brianna is having her friends over for a sleepover. She has a friend that's basically a Grenda. She has her own Grenda. She has her Hell own like yeah. big, deep voiced girlfriend. See, I would have loved to watch an episode like that. Right. <laughs> and this was like at the same time as Gravity Falls was running. It's huh. It's like just blonde Grendas on this show. Was it the same voice actor, or was no? But was it's that Alex Hirsch same- too? No, no, but it, it's just like that same archetype. <laughs> is, this, is this character around enough for it to be an archetype? I don't know. Do you think... She just has her own Grenda. Do you think Bunny from Powerpuff Girls is a Grenda archetype? I think so. Yeah, I think that we got it. It all goes back to Bunny. <laughs> what uh, is Doctor... Is Doctor Girlfriend... Oh, hmm. I don't know. She she's normal sized though. She's not wide. Yeah. <laughs> or like broad shouldered, I should say. No, no, she isn't. She'd have to be like really bulky to be in the Grenda. Yeah. So I like she isn't included, and I also wouldn't include uh baby eating O'Brien from the Muppet Treasure Island. You I remember don't... her? Muppet S- say that one more time. Do you remember in Muppet Treasure Island where they're doing the roll call and it's like Peg Leg Pete and Eye Patch Stan, like all these like rough, tough pirate names. And there's Sam the Eagle and he's doing this roll call and it's like big, mean, ugly faced baby eating O'Brien. And then this beautiful like swimsuit model woman shows up and her voice is dubbed over and she says, I. <laughs> and then the next- I do remember that now. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> That is a she Brenda. She is iconic. Yeah. And then the next thing, the next thing Sam reads is and Angel Marie. And then this real like gross, grubby bug muppet's like, yeah, hi. <laughs> I do love that. Is that yes. is that Dead Jim? Was that when that happens? Oh yeah, yeah. He dead calls Jim's for Dead Jim, and they're like, <laughs> he's still here though. Still, his family didn't want his corpse. Uh, dead Jim <laughs> doesn't have next of kin. We we did not bury him at sea. His skeleton is just still here and it plays cards with us. Give me the the dead give us the dead Jim solo movie we all deserve. I need <laughs> more dead Jim more. I hope Dead Jim comes back in Muppets Now or whatever it is they're yeah, working on. That would be great if they like pulled in like characters from the movie. Like, yeah. Is Jeffrey Tambor still good? I'm not sure. I don't believe so. I don't know. I don't know his standing. Yeah. We can just take Bobo the bear. Yeah, Bobo's good. Bobo the bear can live on. He's the real strength of Muppets from Space. Where's Andy Dick the Muppet? What's he up to? I What was was that Muppet's name? Just Andy Dick the Muppet? I mean, look at that Muppet. That was Andy Dick the Muppet. But I know it was, but what was that guy's name? I, I'm pretty sure they just like called him like Andy Dick the Muppet. Hold on. <laughs> We're off topic, but it's okay. I gotta look up Andy Dick the Muppet. But talking about Gunther. So there's this episode where Brianna and her friends, they've taken over the living room for a slumber party. They're going to watch Tina sometimes. And Kick and Gunther want to watch the new Rock Callahan movie. And I think the name of that franchise was called Perseus in Pittsburgh, where this guy is playing the reawoken like Greek god Perseus, and he's just doing like action movie things in Pittsburgh, I guess. So they're trying to get the girls out of the room. And like, there's one part where like, Kick's like, Gunther, go in there. See if you can talk to them or something. And like, they make over Gunther and Gunther comes back in and Kick's like, what did they do to you? And Gunther's like, they gave me a makeover. 
I'm an autumn, it turns out. This whole time I thought I was a spring. <laughs> like Gunther's Gunther's way more fluid. There's one bit from the show I remember is that Kick is hiding in the bushes for some reason. I don't know what happened to him. It might have been an episode where his helmet gets taken off and he's like, nobody can see me without my Oh, he's like, a double D. Skate. Yeah, yeah, he's a double D. <laughs> And like he's hiding in the bushes and like he Gunther walks by and he's like, Gunther. And then Gunther's like, oh, a magic bush. And he kind of like pokes his eyes out through the bush and he's like, no, Gunther, it's me. Oh, no, no, no. What it goes is Gunther walks past. He hears the bush talk and he says, a magic bush. Maybe I can make a wish. And then Kick pops out. And then Gunther says, Kick, my wish came true. Aw. Like they're. That's very pure. Gunther adores Kick, and Kick is also, like, really nice to him, too. Like, I think there's an episode where he does take Gunther for granted, and then they have, like, a really sweet reunion scene at the end. Like, it's almost romantic. I wish I remembered any of these details or could find these episodes. I just have, like, vague memories from college of two cartoon boys who were sweet with each other. (laughs) That's, you know... (laughs) That's I kind of wished when you recommended the show that that's the show I got to watch instead of this right? one episode. It's it's out there. I just don't know where it is. Maybe I'll go to like V Stock or something and see if Disney released any DVDs that are like four episodes of this show. Yeah. Like that's the trouble with cartoons is that if you like just a regular adult sitcom, even the most obscure like unsuccessful regular adult sitcom you can probably find all of it somewhere if it's something contemporarily running like it's streaming somewhere and you could buy the episodes off itunes or something and maybe you can for this but like cartoons are so much so much more hit and miss so spottier do you remember when cartoons and this lasted for a while when cartoons released on like finally it's on vhs or it's on dvd but it was like four episodes right like, like they thought kids didn't want box sets. Right. Like we did. <laughs> that's all we wanted. Uh, we were we were kids who loved commentaries. That's true. If I mean, there's a lot of other people out there that enjoyed the Invaders and commentaries as much as we did. Good. I'm glad those yeah. are precious resources. But yeah, like I remember working at Toys R Us and uh, seeing like the like regular show DVD. I'm like, oh, certainly. This must have it, and it was like maybe like six episodes. Yeah, and like six DVDs. They fish eventually like released a box set of like season one, but even mm. then, like that's it wasn't a lot for how much it was. Like, so I own all of Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated on it, DVD. Yes, but the DVDs are a mess. It's like <laughs> season one, volume one; season two, volume two; season two five episodes season two the next five episodes yeah i have six different like asymmetrical dvds for this one series that only lasted like 56 episodes like it should be simpler than this yeah and then i didn't it like come out on netflix like two months later after you got all those i think so but like i want to keep them as messy as they are structure wise like I want to point at them on my shelf, say, if you guys heard about this thing, sure. look at it. And that's, that's and like if it ever disappears, like I've got a hard copy if I need to watch it again. And that's the nice thing about like owning these this kind of yeah. stuff. Like when I worked at the, at the toy store, like I would see a lot of DVDs come in. I'm like, I just kind of want to own this. 
which which reminds yeah. me, I own uh, Liberty's kids whenever we get there. Uh, oh, so, good. I knew one of us did. Yeah, I own the DVD for that somewhere. And I have a bunch of other DVDs. I picked up like Gundam SD, which actually I don't mm. know if I still have. I think I tried to get rid of it, but they may have also not taken Was it. Was that like the chibi Gundam? Exactly, yeah. Which Gundam had its... Super Deformed, yeah. Yeah, it was like Super Deformed, like Super Defenders. Like, I don't remember what the official title was, but I remember yeah. first hearing it was called Super Deformed, which I think is not mm-hmm. a, a sensitive thing to call it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's got its own like 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 storyline. Like it's it's Gundams and kids and not Gundams and politics and war. That's good. Yeah. Oh, by the way, nice the Muppet looks like Andy Dick is Dr. Phil Van Neuter. Phil Van Neuter? Exactly. Hmm. Now you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> do a dive on that. We'll do an episode <laughs> on obscure Muppets. I would love that. We'll do uh, bonus episodes if we ever do a Patreon. Yeah. Pay us to talk about your favorite Muppet. Exactly. Uh, do you have any other uh, thoughts on Kick Witowski? Um, this is to say that I wish I had more examples to back up my fond but vague memories of this show. Yeah, I <laughs> hearing what you're what you've been saying about like, like the non toxic masculinity of, of like Gunter, yeah. I would love to be watching that show. Uh, we'll probably do a, a revisit in the future. Uh, but for now, from what I've seen, I wasn't a big fan. I would hope to be a bigger fan of the show. Uh, upon seeing uh, more episodes. Yeah. Are there any shows that I haven't seen, but that you like that we should check out? I mean, there's like, this was, <laughs> there was definitely a time in our lives when we like, it was, I think it was when we were still living in the same house that like our interests just kind of split and we started watching different channels. Like, yeah. You watched yeah. more Nickelodeon. I watched more like Cartoon Network at one point, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Like, or was, like, uh, I think when I hit like seventh or eighth grade, I got out of cartoons, which in hindsight was foolish of me. Yeah. And you st- <laughs> like I, I for the entire period of time where Lost was airing, I'm very into Lost. I was very into Lost as a 13 year old. And I'm like, I'm going to watch adult TV dramas now. And then <laughs> and I did. And then when that show was over, I was less interested in the adult TV drama landscape. Yeah. And then I went back to cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, those were truly your, your darkest days. But it was valuable time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, like I we definitely were into like early anime and I would love to mm. explore like some early anime that are, is obscure. Uh Yeah. But I think you I talk I, about Moncoli Nights. Oh yeah, if we could find some of that. Like we def- mm. we're definitely going to talk about Flint the Time Detective. Yes. Uh, yeah, like there's a lot of like uh like Fox Kids anime that I would love to get into. I don't know. I'm sure there's like a show to go back to your original question. I'm sure there's like animes and like other like uh, cartoon shows that you've seen very little of and I've seen the most of, but yeah. Or like Bionicle. Bionicle was not a show. <laughs> it had like, you had DVD movies for Bionicle. I did. Right. And, and I would love to revisit those. I guess they did make a Netflix show, but this was no. like, I think the, the Bionicle, Bionicle story ended and they're like, what if we made more? And that's, I stopped listening after that. Because um, I remember you being super into Bionicle. Oh, yeah. And like, I, it had no interest for me. But now as an adult, I'm like, what the heck was that? <laughs> now I need to know. What is the mythology of Bionicle? 
I mean, I we could spend a whole episode on that. Honestly, that's I a whole podcast. Mind. Right, I imagine it is. Yeah, the, the Bionicle lore runs deep. And I'm sure there are podcasts out there, and more power to them, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to make that kind of podcast commitment. I understand. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Um, well, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Uh, mm-hmm. If if you have anything you want to tell us about uh, Kick Batowski, uh if you have any idea where we can find more episodes... Uh, please kids send us your gunther memories <laughs> please send us if you want to add us with your gunther memories uh you can find us on twitter at saturday mo pod or you can email us with any more uh cartoon ideas or little mm-hmm. or kid shows ideas uh at saturday at saturday mo pod at gmail.com uh if you want to talk to us on twitter i'm at james wilk on twitter mel i am at wilkywit w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and if you guys would like to uh, make any five star iTunes reviews, uh, heck, heck, we would lo- we would appreciate it, uh, and we would also be willing to uh, read those on air. So uh, mm-hmm. keep an, keep an eye out for those, and please uh, rate us five stars because that'll help us get out there, and and pe- people will see us more often. It's uh, the ideal number of stars. Exactly five, tip top. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Enough money to buy a TV. Gunther, there's no time. That Rock Callahan movie will be on before we know it. Then what do we do? What do we do? We have no choice. We're going to have to watch the movie My House. But what about Brianna and her two evil henchmen? There's got to be some way to get them away from that TV. We got to infiltrate their coven and sweet talk some intel out of them. Kick? No! This is madness, I tells ya! <laughs> we'll be right back with more Tina sometime! Okay, commercial, you're on. I don't know about this, Kick. Remember, you're Gunther Magnuson. Sometimes a wingman, sometimes a spy. Just moments away from seeing the hottest... <laughs> What have they done to you? They gave me a makeover. Turns out I'm an autumn. And all this time, I thought I was a spring. What did you find out? Anything we can use to drive them out of there?